0: The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action but do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.
1: Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't care about sideline freakouts anymore.
0: I never
2: did.
1: Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> we'll be on the same page then.
2: <laughs> Ooh, maybe I'm crazy. maybe I'm crazy. maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. The
1: same. <laughs> Welcome to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That's Brandon Newman. Hola. It's a good thing. We're starting on the same page today. Yeah. There's not a lot of disagreement on the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast we'll this week.
0: Try that this week. Yeah.
1: Um, lots of drama this week. We'll talk about the Giants who are complete dumpster fire. Yes. Uh, we're gonna talk to Earl Watson, UCLA insider. Mm. <laughs> he played for UCLA. Yes. And he's close with the Ball family and the is doing the most right now. So we're gonna talk to him in a few minutes. Um, don't disrespect Prince Harry, Tiger, college football playoffs. Everyone's freaking out about Josh Gordon is back. He's confused. <laughs> Baker's going to win the Heisman. And uh, we'll have the Petty Report with Tom Everyone's Tom Brady and Odell versus the world. And we've got some losers this week, as usual. And Brandon Newman's got data fact, which we'll get to yes. at the end of the podcast. But let's start with last night's. Ugly football game. Mm. Everyone describes the Steelers-Bengals Monday night football game as ugly football, which I don't know if I disagree with. The Steelers pulled it out at the end. Boswell with the uh, walk-off field goal, thank yeah. God. Not trying to lose to the Bengals, at all. No. This is the Bengals. All right. Bengals AFC not my North. team. Look, uh, that's how Ben Roethlisberger described mm-hmm. that that game. Lisa Salters asked him after the game, why is this such a brutal and vicious game? And he said it's AFC North football I don't know if I agree with that. But I would agree that it is a Bengals-Steelers matchup. That's what it is. Yes. Like, look, the AFC North is tough, and Mm -hmm. they have a a grit. You know? It's a grit division. It is. But that was unnecessary. It was hard to watch.
0: It can't be unnecessary if that's what they do every week. Every time they see each other. Okay,
1: but that doesn't make it right. You were okay with what happened in that game?
0: Honestly, I was more upset with the way Gruden and McDonough were talking about the game (laughs) than the actual outcome of the game. Why? Just like being – I guarantee you John Gruden coached up his players to do exactly what he saw because he coached in an era where those hits were legal. Well, he's woke now. Oh, my gosh.
1: There's no (laughs) – No, it's the truth. Listen, there was – We've been watching football, all right, and and, and over the years, we've liked the big hits. They used to do the big hit montage. All that's gone now. You can't do that after a billion-dollar lawsuit. And honestly, I don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to see Ryan Shazier not be able to move his legs. That's not cool. It's not cool. No, that, but that was,
0: I, that was that was that was that was
1: a routine hit. But if
0: that was if that was if that was based on an ugly play like the Vontes perfect Juju Smith Schuster, that's a whole nother story. The fact that he proper incorrectly and it's a part of the game is very dangerous. And prayers up to him. I'm all down for it. Like like literally, prayers up to him. Right. Hope he comes back even better and stronger. But I'm not going to sit back and say that what we saw was ugly football. Ugly football is watching. Uh, a game where only safeties are played. Like, where (laughs) there's plenty of excitement and touchdowns. Where there's
1: four field goals. Okay, That's that's a defensive battle, though. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm all good for defensive battles too, but like hitting no, and I, people being I, injured is a part of football.
1: No, 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 no. Not like that. Okay. The and like this is gonna I'm gonna be like a little fuddy dud right now mm-hmm. and be the get off my lawn lady, but good. I don't need to see that. That was that was a lot. And and look, everybody knows what happens in the Steelers Bengals matchups. Like there there's there's whole rules in stated. There's a Carson Palmer rule, mm-hmm. there's a Heinz Ward rule, there's a Ryan Shazier rule, coincidentally. They 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 do this every time, but it, it's got to stop. And really, it's the Bengals. It's not the Steelers. I'm gonna blame it on the Bengals.
0: Oh, no doubt. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger said they they said in the game when he plays when they play the Ravens every year, it's smash mouth, but respectful But respectful
1: football. You don't need to play like that. Like that hit on Antonio Brown at the end of the game. Come on. And Juju was wrong too. And Burfick's not gonna get any sympathy, right? No, no, he's, no, no, no. He's no. not gonna listen any sympathy. But so so that happens. Juju puts his helmet under. Perfect chin. Yes. All right. He he's knocked out. Then Antonio, by some miracle, hangs on to the ball after he gets hit. Yes. That and then great, great, great after catch. the game, he's running around talking about karma and Ab. Like, look, I love you, man. I truly do. But that's not that's not how karma works. Like, oh. karma is like the next lifetime. There's a whole concept of it. Let me Th- say that's this. That's Not actually. That's just retaliation.
0: I, I I will say this. We can talk about how Juju Smith-Schuster was out of pocket, out of line. If he's at a dirty hit, it's an illegal hit. I'm not sure if it's a dirty hit. But that guy's eating and drinking for free all week long. For sure. Yes.
1: But that doesn't – I don't agree with it. And I think Antonio's going to pay his fine, actually, though. Oh, yeah. He should. Yeah, he should. He's got to. That's going to be an expensive fine. Anyway, I'm not okay with it. There's no need for that. Uh, And it's not good for the NFL, either. we got enough stuff going on.
0: Yeah. Fights, not good for the NFL. Hard-nosed football.
1: I'll take the the fake fights, the fake helmet-punching fights over – That's not hard-nosed football. That's people getting knocked out with head trauma. I don't like it. I don't like it. Get off my lawn. Anyway, moving along, um, the Giants fired Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo. Mm, RIP. Oh, RIP Ben McAdoo.
0: Is there, like, a deeper grave? Like, do you de- like, six feet under the, the That guy never the gets giant? another
1: head coaching job in the NFL. I mean, oh, just no. never.
0: I hope he doesn't in the Ever. CFL either. CFL? Yeah.
1: CFL could use that hair. <laughs> Somebody's no. got to use that hair. Anyway, Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo are fired after benching Eli Manning, ruining his streak of 210 games, mm-hmm. starting consecutively. Guess what? He's back, starting this week against the Cowboys. What a shocker. It's amazing. Uh, who could have seen that coming um, for Geno Smith? Anyway, so they lose to Oakland 24-17. to Yep. And I don't know. I don't know if, if, I'm, if I'm Eli. I don't know if I'm there next year.
0: Well, no, it, Eli can't leave.
1: Well, look. Everyone thinks Eli's done. I think Eli has like two years, maybe three years left in him. Yeah, not like high level. He didn't play great this year, but the rest of the team is pretty stinky, also. Mm-hmm. So it's not all on Eli. Um, but everybody keeps saying he's going to go to the Jags because Tom Coughlin. I don't care about that. I don't care about the Jaguars. You know how I feel about them. And well, it's not just because Blake Bortles. Be, he's
0: got to beat out Blake Bortles.
1: Oh so. yeah, he's beat up. Yes, of course. I mean, that tough quarterback battle. Mortals. I'm down for that third quarterback battle. I actually would battle. like to see that. Now that you're saying that, I kind of actually <laughs> want to see, like, Bortles versus Eli Manning. That's kind of interesting to me now that I think about it. but you then know, I, Eli? I still don't care about him going to the Jags. He, he yeah. go somewhere else. You know what I think you should go? You should go, to, you should go to Denver. Go to Denver? That's a good story. I heard,
0: I heard quarterbacks who have one year left always go to Miami.
1: First of all. What? First of all, yeah. Jay Keller didn't have a year left. He retired. Okay? He, he said, I'm done. I have no years left. That is
0: fair. That's right? And apologize. for the
1: record, this mm-hmm. week, the Dolphins put that work on the Broncos, so I don't want to hear any slander. The Broncos are the new Dolphins, though. I, I, I can't argue with that, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it. Anyway, uh, the, the Giants are complete dumpster fire. I, I think they're going to... Get rid of Eli anyway and bring mm-hmm. in someone new and have him bring in whatever quarterback that new person or new people, actually, because they need a GM also right. wants to work with and not have any carryover from the Manning era. But mm-hmm. uh, man, if I'm Eli Manning, I'm so pissed. I oh mean, how God. do you get over that?
0: Was this the first time since 1997 that a Manning wasn't starting on Sunday?
1: Oh, I don't know about that. That sounds like a good data fact. But eh, yeah, um, it really, though. That's so that, that's so offensive to snap. It's, oh, it's so not rude. for Geno. Not you're for Geno. Not for forget who it's for. Okay, fine. Not for Geno. But like, really, you're gonna snap his, his his 210 consecutive starts for Geno Smith, and then you're gonna put him back in. And I knew this would happen too. As soon as they said he was benched, I'm like, oh, McAdoo's fired for show, for, yes, show, for, for, show. Show, for show, for show. And then they're just gonna put Manny back in. I feel like they should. I feel like because we all know what happens, mm-hmm. we should put an asterisk next to it and let him continue his streak. Are you on board with that?
0: I'm definitely on board with that.
1: On board with that? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Should we campaign for that? Let's start a GoFundMe. funding sure.
0: Uh, Do you see the pictures of him just drinking water on the sidelines? No. Like, I'm pretty sure there's from. tea in there. There's tea? Yeah, he's just drinking tea. He's just uh, sipping <laughs> on his tea
1: off on the sidelines. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Um, LeVar Ball. Mm. So, LeVar. LeVar, LeVar. Uh, LeVar has pulled Le'Angelo out of UCLA. And he's, he's, he's already taken LaMelo out of high school. Yes. So LaMelo is just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, we're assuming that he's doing the homeschool thing, but sure. So Leangelo and LaMelo are now rumored to be going to play overseas. They have some, they have some options that they're looking for over there. Mm-hmm. LaMelo is 16. Leangelo is 19. And LaVar is not having it. He is upset. He feels like they're in jail here. I don't think I have questions. Like, LaVar, have you ever seen a jail? You've ever been to jail? Have you oh, ever seen the inside babe. of a jail? You are not in you. Your son not being allowed to play basketball yeah. at UCLA is not the equivalent of jail.
0: Yeah, the facilities at UCLA are probably way nicer than the prison in China that Lee was in. I guess
1: that I feel like that's I'm just update a fact. Update a fact that yeah. the prison in China is not as good as the UCLA <laughs> facilities. So anyway, he's pulled him out of UCLA, and um, UCLA doesn't really seem to care. They're like, yeah. Peace out. Bye. Bye. We got mm-hmm. Lonzo. And I don't know if LeAngelo was good anyway, but we have Earl Watson here. So let's, uh, let's talk to Earl, and I have questions about the Slavar situation. Talk
0: down. to him,
2: Earl.
1: Earl Watson is joining us. I described you earlier as a UCLA insider. I don't think you would appreciate that too much. but
2: That's probably true. That's true? Mm. All
1: right, so are you going to keep it real then?
2: <laughs> I always keep it real. Okay. 100.
1: All right. No pivoting
2: no maybe 99.
1: yeah maybe
2: maybe 99 but always 100. okay right
1: all right so your boy lavar ball has pulled Leangelo out of your school um ucla what was your initial reaction when you heard that
2: uh first off lavar is not my boy okay <laughs> like, like, like like we don't hang okay, i don't have his number we don't talk about Santa Claus, none of that. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know LeVar. No one knows that, right? right. So but not, all right, we'll talk I think, about it I think, we'll I, think I think, I think Lavar is doing. I think Lavar has always saw this as a business, uh, big baller brand. He's never played for a shoe company. His kids has never been sponsored by a shoe company in grassroots right. basketball. So he's, he's always saw the bigger picture. And he's always been very trend setting and different from everything else that everyone else is doing in basketball. So pulling Jello out of UCLA to me tells me that he's strategically planning to turn him pro and send Melo with him, the younger brother, which we know he's not playing high school basketball as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So you send them together and you put them in a market to create a global brand. And from that point on, Jello can get more basketball experience if he makes it to the NBA. If not, he has that experience and that marketing. Jello Jello, but Melo, he has an opportunity to continue to play about. He needs to play as a young kid. He needs experience. He has a chance to play and build his brand also in that market, which we know, for me, it will not be Europe. It would be Asia.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Is that official?
2: I don't know. It's not official until <laughs> they announce it. But that's What's just popping in Asia? Uh, we all know, like, Nike has a big deal with Asia. Mm-hmm. So as an NBA player, you can get as many Kobe's as you want because he does so many numbers in Asia – that it can give them away for free. Now, you can't get as many Jordans as you want because those numbers in Asia are different. So, like, basketball and shoes and the, the, the sport – It's big there, which is why you see the NBA there every year. Mm -hmm. Now you see college starting to be there. Now you saw UCLA go there because they were with Under Armour. That was a branding Mm -hmm. trip. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just playing Georgia Tech in China. That was, let's brand this and let's see what we can do with both the school and Under Armour.
1: It became something different. So since you mentioned that, is that an issue, though? Because he did get in trouble there.
2: It became a pop-up shop for Big Baller Brand.
1: Right, but something, right, else, was something else happened. Right, they were doing pop up shops, signing autographs. We know. don't
2: know. Speculated. We don't know. No one's ever been charged officially. Charges are over. Oh, my God. We don't know the details of it, so we cannot speculate, but we know something bad happened.
1: Oh, no, we can't speculate. I think, I think everyone has officially speculated that something happened. So that's are, are you saying that nothing happened?
2: I'm saying something happened, but we don't know who did the something.
0: Are we? What? Do we need to stop down? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he didn't go, so. <laughs>
2: We are all in concert, right? Before this, you know, Santa Claus was the issue. No. Right. Right?
1: But we did, I believe we did Santa Claus before off air. So we'll explain that at the end of the interview, why you keep bringing up Santa Claus. Um, what? Okay, wait a minute. So, all right. Wait a minute. So did Trump get bad information? <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think it's, all right. So what are you saying?
2: What am I saying? Yeah. As far as what? I really don't know. What do you mean? What am I saying?
1: You don't like make me really right, pull gotta, out like my full Oprah here. I'm we saying go
2: China might, it might not be a market. It might be a market in China for them. You don't know. But if okay, it's then. not, if it's not, you still have Japan and basketball is still big.
1: Mr. Earl. But he got in trouble there. LeAngelo got arrested, remember, with the, three other, the two other kids from UCLA? In China. And the, in China. Yeah. So can, how can he go play in China?
2: It could be Japan. The two governments are rivals.
1: Okay, I'm aware those are two different countries, but I'm saying, like, you said you said China was a big market, so that's why I'm confused.
2: China, Japan, the Asia market is big. Basketball in the Philippines is big.
1: I don't know what you can know that LiAngelo, you're not saying. <laughs> can, can he
0: go back to China
2: and ball And out? play basketball? No, but he may be. I don't know. I don't think so, but I think he can go to Japan. Okay, all
1: right, so that's mm-hmm. more clear. All right, so do you think that Leangelo has NBA potential?
2: Uh, not yet. I don't think he has it. I think he might be able to develop it. Um, he's not an instant NBA player, and sometimes it takes players three to four years to become that player. It's very rare for a collegiate kid to come into college and say he's ready to get drafted. Those kids are usually top ten picks, right. which is really hard to be anyway. So maybe over the, uh, you know three or four years he could become that player, and maybe – LeVar knows he will never get that opportunity at UCLA unless he gets playing time. Mm. He wasn't a starter before all of this happened. He came off the bench and got minimum time. I think I saw, a wrestling something, LeVar said something about UCLA using his brand to build up the school. And he was pulling his brand out and his son out to send him elsewhere to develop him to become an NBA player. So it's all strategic.
1: So you don't think that he would have him playing for four years at UCLA would have led him to the NBA?
2: Maybe I think maybe he could have had that opportunity, but Lavar is not a patient guy. The Ball family is not patient. When you're talking about building a brand and doing something that's haven't been done before, he saw a better opportunity by pulling him out, sending him pro, staying relevant, sending him pro, and not taking. Imagine if Jello played at UCLA and he barely played. Right. Imagine the media backlash to that. So why not go down that path? Why remove yourself from that? You should remove yourself and go another route, which to me tells me he's going to go pro and have a chance to play and then have a chance to also brand big baller shoes or clothes, whatever they have merchandising. But don't you think that being impatient can
0: take the plan off course? Right? It can,
2: but you have to, you know, I say all geniuses are crazy. Mm. And that's why he's called LeVar a because he's crazy. But sometimes you have to be crazy enough to believe it's possible to even make it happen. And he has that mindset. And to me, Melo, Melo, to me, LeMelo has always been the best one. I think Lonzo's unique. He's a superstar. Melo has a full package of all of his brothers. And I think mm. he's going to be impactful. But at the same time, it's a family plan. Mm. They do everything together. I don't see Jello playing anywhere outside of the U.S. unless LeMelo is on that team. That's just how they always have moved throughout their process of grassroots basketball. They always stay together.
1: So, LaMelo, do you think this is a good, actual good move for LaMelo? Because he's still a kid. Like, he's still a baby. I
2: think think it's a great move. I think when you talk about uh, NBA players, a tennis player can turn pro at 13 and people think it's it's fabulous. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Why can't a basketball player? In the U.S., because right? basketball players in Europe turn pro every day at the age of 14 and 15. And they go to Basketball Academy, which is playing basketball all day. You have two or three practices a day and some school in between. Right. So we don't have that luxury here. But when we get into the draft room and you get the GMs and you get the, all the front office, they talk about how this kid is more prepared because he turned pro at 14 in Europe mm. versus the kid who went one and done in college. Darko Milicek went over Carmelo Anthony for the Detroit Pistons in the draft, just because of that. Because he was more prepared. He was physically ready. He turned pro before, even though Melo won a championship. Right? Can you imagine Melo on a team with Big Shot and the entire Larry Brown and and Tayshaun Prince and everyone they had on that team? That would have been an amazing run they would have had moving forward besides just a couple of years they dominated.
1: So... People are like pretty angry about this with Lavar though, because they feel like he doesn't—he's not having Leangelo have any accountability for what happened. Although you seem to be implying that there, he doesn't have anything to be accountable for. Uh, Definitely implied that, right? So he, implied,
0: uh,
2: implied uh, and saying is two different things. Correct.
1: Correct. correct? Okay. So <laughs> <make it sure. laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with Lavar. Like I—I I think he's—he's—he's he's, he's crazy like a fox, mm. but. Everyone always says, like, "I don't want to tell someone how to raise their kids or whatever." Mm. I don't really, I don't really care about that either. But I, I do think that intangibles and being responsible, and school and life experiences are important to your character, and it does, it does have that appearance that Lavar has set the bar to. Uh, we make all of the decisions. Like if you say you know, you, you don't know how to coach my son. Or if you say you can't take 50 shots a game, I'm pull him out. Or if you say he's going to be punished for whatever happened or didn't happen in China, in China yeah. I'm going to take you out of the school. And so, so what, is, what are your thoughts on that particular line of thinking that, like, the VAR is above, like, setting, setting the tone for his kids that they're above reproach?
2: There are a lot of different dynamics. In the NBA, I'm sure like every other major sport, you have something called the family room the wives and the girlfriends and the family, immediate family go into that room. That is a dangerous room. Mm. Because exactly what you just said is what is talked about in that room. My son should have gotten this. My son should have gotten that. Why isn't your son passing the ball? These things happen in that room. So they try to limit who can actually get into that room. Mm. It's very dangerous. I've seen LeVar discipline his kids in public after a basketball game, and it wasn't nice, and it wasn't as if they were gifted. He got, he got in them to the point where I noticed and I respected it. Mm. So now I ask this question. What have we ever applauded that LaVar has ever done? Nothing. So, of course, there's going to be people upset at anything that he does that's controversial. And I guarantee you that he disciplined Jello some type of way, whether it was verbal or strong, stern fatherhood, in private. So should he now do that in public too? So we understand that he does hold them accountable? Is it full transparency? Do we want him to have full transparency? Well,
1: I mean, he lives his life in a very public way. He has public things to say about other people. So that is going to be the public response that, like, you're out there for everything else. Why aren't you out there when your son messes up? I think and, and to the, like, I would push back on that. I think a lot of people really did give LeVar credit. I certainly did mm-hmm. before this happened that, you know, he may be out there and he might be obnoxious or whatever in your face, but his kids seem to stay out of trouble and there aren't any, like, complaints about them. So he seems to have raised three young men who are, you know, stand up citizens.
2: Here, here's my take on it. Lavar has kept his three three boys together at all times. I guarantee for one of the first times ever they have distanced themselves away from him just because he was in China doing pop-up shots with Melo. Jello was hanging with two teammates. And growing up Mm. in an inner city where I'm from, you learn very early, you have to be careful who you hang with because they might do something that you don't do. But if you get caught for it, Everyone goes down with it. And this is just a lesson Jello had just learned. Mm-hmm. We understand that. So moving forward, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I do feel like he had accountability to not wear the UCLA jersey and play for the same school your brother just took to another level a year before you has to hurt in some type of a way. Mm-hmm. No one thinks it's cool. Going to play overseas—it's a different culture, a different game, different food, different environment. You're leaving family. Someone's going to go with you, but it's still a secondary choice. So that, to me, hurts the most. But they did it for branding reasons. They did it because they understand the bigger picture, and it's a biz- basketball is a business, whether you like it or not, on any level. They understand that very clearly.
1: Dang.
0: Interesting. He's killed that. <laughs> i had a follow-up question and all that no, <laughs> you okay.
1: dropped it yeah i'm good uh it was very good
2: i didn't really pivot did i uh
1: no you got, no, you no, you we're you good. a lot we're 100 we're enlightened now uh but let, let's yeah, circle back to the santa 100. claus thing we were 99. talking about santa claus before yeah. we started recording um and earl doesn't earl earl still believes in santa claus which is nice
2: yeah i thought he was a gangster from my hood it's just bringing <laughs> gifts
0: i believe he said he's the original blood
2: the original blood <laughs> Original suit, all red suit on the corner. Who else you think it is?
1: I, mean, I didn't. I wasn't raised with Santa Claus. Jesus brought us gifts. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Jesus and my parents. My parents were on that.
0: My mom's boyfriend. I'm sorry if
1: your kid is listening and I ruined Santa oh, Claus yeah, for like, you. Oh yeah, come on, but stop. Santa's here's real. The, here's the thing though. Like, it, why wouldn't you just at, at, like as early as you could nick Santa Claus for your kids? Because then you get all the credit for all the gifts. Like, you oh, got to do God. all the shopping, yeah. all the wrapping, and then somebody else takes credit for it. It seems silly.
0: No, Tim, my mom's boyfriend. God bless. God rest the bless the dead. Bless the dead. Um Tim Tim said straight up, he said, Y'all no white man giving y'all these gifts, your mama working hard. (laughs) Now now go back to bed while you set up the rest of the toys. (laughs)
1: Your mama bought all these gifts. It's not this crazy guy creeping in your house. It's not. No. We were not raised with Santa. It's crazy, that's okay. I'm sorry. It's the
2: magic of Santa. It's not God, and God bless it. There's a Tupac song. You quoted a, a title of a Tupac song, but it's it's the magic of Santa. It's the magic of the experience of the holiday. It's the the things you can't see that maybe only me and Levar understand. <laughs> wow.
1: I think that's the per- that's the perfect. To that. Yeah. I watched that show. So he's your boy.
2: He's not my boy. I, I don't text yeah. him. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Hey, bro, what's the next move? I don't text him. We don't him, do that right. no more. No. I'm so
0: glad that's over. When you get those mass texts, "Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Merry <sighs> Christmas," that's over. I'm Social glad media peop- killed that.
1: I'm so glad people have stopped that. Yeah, I-, I-, I
2: would. I would hang with him though.
1: You would hang with LaVar? Yes. Oh yeah, for or sure. Santa.
2: For sure, both. For sure, Lavar's cool as hell. Yes.
1: Lavar's nice. I'm interviewing him. Before. I want to go
2: to that
0: estate. Yeah. Huh? The estate. They got a. They got a little estate in California now.
1: The Lavar estate. The ball estate. The ball estate. Yeah. Y'all watch the Facebook show? Yeah, I watched one episode. It was nice. That's it good. Ball? It's
2: good in, it's, a, it's good insight on his character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Actually I mean it is
1: because he was he was really cool with his uh like his in his, his in laws are involved. Mm-hmm. Like I love the how everybody's involved the like, whole family. Tim is Yeah to me
2: to me that was that yeah. stood out the most. How, yeah. how much he loves his wife. To me that stood out the most and people don't talk about that.
0: I said LeVar Ball watching that show make me want to be a better husband and father in the future. And I I I can't even book like that's real. Yeah. And I didn't even want to be a good husband and father. To me,
2: to me, to, to me, how I view LeVar. Yeah. Right? When you have young children, you tell them they can be anything. My mm-hmm. son can dress with a, a cape on. He thinks he's Superman, and, we, and I hold him and we fly around the room. Somewhere in life, people stop telling their kids that. Mm. LeVar never stopped. And the public can't handle it that he does it in the public. Mm. I'm done. Appreciate <laughs> you.
1: Earl, you inspired, inspired Brandon today in many ways. That's very good. All right, thanks. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We've been doing the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast for a few months now. Another mm-hmm. new show at Fox Sports is First Things First. So check out my friends Nick Wright, Chris Carter, and Jenna Wolfe every weekday morning at six thirty Eastern on FS1. If you don't know anything about Nick Wright, he loves LeBron. Mm. That's too early for you. They have a podcast also, so you can check that out on all major podcast platforms every morning. All right, in or out, in or oh, out, oh, oh, oh. wow. In or out? Am I in or out? What am I in or out on?
0: Okay. Sunday, mm-hmm. college football playoff committee decided the top four teams in college football. Clemson at number one, Oklahoma at two, Georgia at three, Alabama at four. The committee left out Big Ten champs, Ohio State. The Pac- Ohio State. Oh, okay.
1: No, I'm joking. Okay. It's so like It's only the U, just to be clear. I yeah, I was... Mean, I was, The I was, Ohio State. I was,
0: I thought you were being off-brand, but I should have just known no, you were No, I'm not. I, I apologize for that. Um, uh, Pac-12 champs, USC. hmm Nothing for that. Yeah. No. Okay, just it's there's nice. just that one thing. Yeah, I mean, USC really thought they were going to win. Yeah, 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 exactly. I know. Um know. And the undefeated, UCF. Uh, the also, conversation took Also, never had a chance. Also, though. like, congratulations. Participation. It's a nice season. That's not fair. That's really unfair. I apologize. Uh, the conversation to extend college football playoffs to eight teams continue. Mm-hmm. Joy, are you in or out on extending the Alabama Invitational?
1: Um, it really is the Alabama Invitational. Now. I heard
0: Uncle Shay say that, and I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, Sh-
1: Shannon's been saying that for a while now. He's right. I mean, it, he originally said it because of their dominance, but now, like, this year particularly, it, it's kind of like, hmm. Yeah, maybe it is Maybe it is just, like, they have to go every year. Yeah. Um, look, I'm I'm out on extending it. But it is the answer for it. Here's mm-hmm. why: I the only and look, even if they do extend mm-hmm. it to eight teams, then the ninth team's going to complain. So there's always right. going to be somebody that's unhappy. But at least with the eight teams, it'll eliminate the the the, the issue that you're having now, where like, oh, is it two lost team or division champs? Like, what, what what who gets in, who gets out? Whatever, it's going to eliminate the top arguments, right. right? Which is which is the most important to everyone who follows college football. However, my issue is. You're still not paying these guys, so you're going to add more playoff games Mm. for these unpaid amateur athletes, and it's football, too. So it's not like – it's not basketball. It's not baseball. You're talking about extra hits on Mm -hmm. these these bodies that you're not paying. So I'm out on it for that reason. Obviously, if we can figure out a way to compensate – uh, the athletes, then I'm in on it. But I just I don't see how you add games, playoff games to the season for these kids uh, without paying them. It seems it uh, seems like NCAA makes billions of dollars, and that just seems unfair to me.
0: No, it's it, it would be a logistical nightmare. I can't even imagine how bad it is right now. Even logistically, the, lo- logistically, I don't like, know,
1: yeah, logistics. You can yeah. have somebody figure out the logistics of the of the playoffs. I'm not concerned no, about no for that. the players.
0: I'm talking about logistics for the for the oh, actual oh, players, oh, like. Oh. Finals, all this other crazy stuff. When am I going to be able to go home for the holidays? Like,
1: oh, uh, we're still pretending like the school thing is a, oh, okay. It, it, it's
0: an actual factor in bowl games at the end of the season. I
1: forgot you went to Notre Dame. Oh my so,
0: gosh! That's an important yes, thing. I did, that's and an important it's a, thing for you. and it actually is takes a toll on the players, uh-huh. which affects. The results on the field.
1: OK, so we, we figure out special finals for them. All right. Yeah. I, I think we can work that out. <laughs> all right. But the, more importantly, I just don't want to add extra games uh, that can, you know, further damage. the. It's just a thing. I, I, I don't know. I I would love the idea of paying them legitimate money, mm-hmm. um, paying uh, college athletes seems like the right thing to do. But I don't know how it works. I don't know how much do you pay the football players? How much do you pay the basketball players? How much do you pay the female athletes? Do you pay the uh, badminton players? Like wh- who do you pay? You don't pay. It's a I lot. say
0: you always pay playoff teams in 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 college. If if your team, if your fencing team makes it to the playoffs, you like pay a little, little extra money. They in get your a pocket.
1: little fifteen bucks. Yeah, the you extra playoff. I'm You're cool doing with it that. For the school. I don't know. I, I, they got to figure something out. But What's that, your city like? that's the answer. But I I'm not in on it. Okay.
0: Um, moving on. Sunday night, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks beat Carson Wentz and the Eagles mm-hmm. 24 to 10. During the broadcast, NBC put pictures on screen comparing <laughs> Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz and the newest member of the culture, Prince Henry of Wales. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Michaels said, "What is it they say? Once separated at birth, joy." Mm-hmm. Are you in or out on Prince Harry and Carson Wentz comparisons? Look, let's
1: start with this. All right, what? first of all, I'm very out. Just to be clear. Let's so, so establish that, first of all. I have lots of things to say about this. I love Al Michaels, all right? Yes. Uh, legend, okay? So I, no I'm doubt. not going to slander him, but I, I, he's never said anything more offensive to me, okay? <laughs> the, like, this this, this this, whole concept is... it's It sickens me. It, and it's such a man thing, all right? This is, this is like, what, like... What are you... What? what? What is it like? Women are from Mars, men are from Venus, or maybe I'm getting that backwards. I don't know. But y'all are from a different planet, okay? This is ridiculous. There is not a woman ever who's like sees Carson Wentz and is like, oh yeah, that's Prince Harry. No. Well, I know I know who all the princes are, okay? <laughs> I know who the prince is. If the prince walks past me, I'm like, oh snap.
0: Are you joking? The prince?
1: What does that even mean? Like, what is it? It's not- He's a prince! That's their whole goal in life. Like, Boy, from this the is time you like, yay big, if this you're a is girl, life. is to marry a prince. I'm not confusing Carson Wentz from North Dakota for the prince, okay? They especially look alike. the good prince, especially the prince that can just have fun and kick it. it. doesn't have to actually have a chance of ruling anything and like having to be in charge. Joy, that's the lame duck prince. That's the and, bad prince. And all this time, Prince Harry was down? I've been messing up, y'all. I shouldn't even be here right now. Like what? Carson Wentz is down too. I don't have time for Carson Wentz, okay? Like what? Prince Harry's down? That's that. like, it's great. I love Megan too. Like, if you do you watch Suits? No, it's a great show. Like this. I fell I in love with this. her on that show. I love yeah. that show. Um, but I'm happy for them. It's a wonderful story. We're going to have a brown princess. Yay. We everywhere. But okay? she can't be queen. But, but you, don't, it does not, you don't have to be queen. You can be she a princess. She can just die a princess. Yes. 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 She's what about gonna, the come up? She's going to die a princess. No come up. The queen up. has a lot of responsibilities. You know? She can yeah. just kick it and be like, beyond. she's not even rich. Like She's not even wealthy. She's a princess. Trust me, it's offensive. No, no woman has ever been like, oh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, totally, Prince Harry. Nope, no, that's y'all. That is ridiculous. <laughs> they don't look anything alike. Nothing alike, and it, 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 is, it, is, it saw, is ridiculous. And it's no, it's no same. diss on Carson Wentz. Like Carson Wentz is a good-looking kid, but he's not Prince Harry. Okay, because Prince Harry's a prince.
0: Carson Wentz is not good-looking. What do you mean? He's
1: fine. He's I'm a good-looking kid. With he's. That. What do you mean? He's, I
0: mean, he's. I mean, I mean. He's a good-looking kid, whatever, okay? But he's not— prince, You think Prince Harry's
1: good-looking? Prince Harry, Prince Harry, you're, you're the most beautiful man I've ever seen in my life. Take Prince
0: out the okay? name. Is no disrespect, Megan. Is he good-looking? Take Prince out the name.
1: But, he, but you can't because he's a prince. That's not how it works. He's a prince, and he does not look— the, the, Carson Wentz, uh, quarterback of Philadelphia Eagles, Prince Harry. I mean, come on.
0: Right, I'm not going to win this argument. Shouts out to Williams. No, you're
1: not going to win it. And it, it is, it is a, it's a, a man put that graphic together. I can guarantee you that for sure.
0: Let's let's move on to another man. All right. Um, 41-year-old Tiger Woods is making his comeback. Is he? Tiger Woods hosted the Hero World Challenge tournament in the Bahamas last weekend Mm -hmm. and finished tied ninth among the world's best golfers, even beating number one-ranked Dustin Johnson. Tiger's healthy. He's smiling. He's out of rehab. He's not fornicating. Mm-hmm. Joy, are you in or out on Tiger's comeback?
1: Well, if he's not for- fornicating, then he's, there is no comeback, first of all. So let's be clear. Let's just start with that. So, you, I'm assuming he's fornicating based on the information that you just gave me, first of all. Second, oh it's not God. the Hero World Challenge. It's the Tiger Woods Invitational. All right, I mean, you second. know, semantics. Um, sure. I'm out on Tiger's comeback. Tiger is, Tiger is not in the culture right now. Like, Harry... Harry's Harry's a member. Yes, Tiger, bye bye. All well, why, right.
0: Why? He didn't come back. I thought he at one time he didn't know if he was black or white. There was the racial. He draft. was
1: caucasian.
0: Yeah, there was the racial draft that uh, on the Chappelle show. David Chappelle hosted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I thought I, he's not. He's not all the way back. Maybe you haven't seen this, mm-hmm. but he golfed with Donald Trump. When he golfed with Donald Trump, like I don't know, like a week ago or something. It was not no. Yes, he didn't golf with Trump. He's
1: in a sunken place.
0: Oh my god, the sunken place. He is. We gotta stop he's throwing like that this. around. Only Kim, only Peels allowed to throw that around. He
1: did. He tweeted it, and I retweeted it because he's right. He's right. It's it's one honestly. It's uh, in in the hierarchy of the best tweets of all time. It, it's in the top. Okay. 10. What what
0: makes him what makes him in the second place? Because he's playing with Trump. The little nine hoes. quick nine hoes. You don't know what they talked about. Maybe they talked about black people. I'm,
1: um, well, he's caucasian, so. <laughs> No, I'm assuming no. And uh, I don't have t- enough time on this podcast to explain to you why that's a thing. But no, I'm out on Tiger right now. Also, everyone needs to calm down. The Tiger fanboys always do this. He's back! He's not back.
0: I'm trying to... I'm trying to... VJ. Singh, unless, I, need, maybe, I need something.
1: Maybe... Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree with where you're going with that. I, okay. need, <laughs> I
0: need some melanin to I hold know. on to in the golf in ring, the golf in the world. I, I need it.
1: Right. Um, unless... Unless I'm wrong and that, that conversation between him and Trump was him exchanging his actual soul. Mm. And then he you know, he may be onto something. So but I'm gonna guess now. All right, <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's
0: move on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will be running scout team in practice this week for the Packers. Bay. He's gonna do his best uh, impersonation of Deshaun Kaiser as they're playing the Browns. Um, he's been out with a broken collarbone since week six. If all goes well from Mr. Discount, double check. He could finish the season facing off against the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Detroit Lions. Joy, are you in or out on un-RIPing the
1: Packers? No. I am what? Uh, I'm out on un-RIPing the Packers. They're 6-6. Six and six. They have to win out to make the playoffs. Yes. Seattle and Carolina uh, have two games up on them in the NFC Wild Card, And I just don't see how it happens. Plus, he can't come back until Week 15 at Carolina. So, well, no. They, I mean, they're going to beat the Browns. They've done
0: this before. They're going to beat the Browns. They've no, won out just, and gone to the playoffs. It's before. not their year. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's what they do. They did
1: when when Aaron Rodgers was playing the whole time. Not Brett Hundley. He's coming back. He's, he's nice. He's practice. fine. He's fine. The he's... defense is going to be better because
0: he's going to be. Oh, okay. Because he's going to be lighting them up. Yeah. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with my my choice to RIP the Packers this year. It's fine. Here we go. We will get him next year.
0: But if he comes back, though, are we what, what are we going to do?
1: He's gonna he's gonna play nice. He's gonna be Bay? He, of he, course, he's always Bay. He's Bay he's forever. Always bay? He's always Bay forever. But it's just it's not it's not their year. It's okay though. There's next year. There's next year, Brandon.
0: Uh, I don't. There's moving, next year. Moving on.
1: Yes, move okay. on. What's next? <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: after missing 44 games for abusing the NFL's substance abuse policy, Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon recorded four catches for 85 yards in the first game back against the Chargers. Gordon's obviously had a ton of off the field issues in his past, but he says he feels blessed to have the opportunity to get back to work. Joy, are you in or out on Josh Gordon's comeback?
1: Uh, unlike Tiger Woods' comeback, mm-hmm. I'm very in on Josh Gordon's comeback. I, I I'm rooting for Josh Gordon. I think he had some real actual demons he was dealing with. I you, I, I didn't grow real up like demons. when I grew up, my parents didn't drink or smoke, so mm-hmm. I didn't have any intimate um, interaction with anybody that had. Uh, addiction and when I finally did I dated someone who had an addiction and just realized it's a disease and it really like people look at it and they're like how could Josh Gordon he's so talented Mm -hmm. you know how could he like throw his career away like but it's not a disease why would someone choose to do that yeah. Him. Like, if you just look at it like that, oh, like, why no, would someone yeah. choose to put their life in danger, mm-hmm. put their career in danger, put their family uh, at at risk, their significant other, if they have kids? Like, people do this all the time. Yeah. You think they choose to live that way? Like, it's not that simple.
0: I mean, based on the article we had with uh, Sports Illustrated, he had these demons for a long time. Right.
1: Of course, because it's a it's it's a disease. So I'm I'm rooting for him. I hope he has them uh, at bay. Um, you know, our Chris Carter. I've got this mm-hmm. one's very own Chris Carter. He talks about it all the time, and he says it's like a daily thing. Like You wake up every day and you have to do it, and uh, that seems like torture, for real. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm rooting for him. It's obviously impressive what he's done, being out for what, like, how long has it been? Three years?
0: Yeah, it was 2014 was the last game. Yeah,
1: so I'm, I'm in on it. Um, it's a fortunate place for the Browns because that's, you know.
0: The I, yeah, I was, I was glad to hear you say some good stuff about the Browns. I I'm very supportive
1: of Browns fans, Hmm. but that's it. I mean, the Browns are a dumpster fire. Right? I, did I miss something this week?
0: Uh, I don't. I just heard Josh Gordon had four catches for eighty nine. Well, yeah, Josh yards. Gordon
1: did good. So yeah. he, so I'm happy for him. But He still plays for the Browns, the Browns, and the Browns are still bad. Them.
0: Yeah, no, I feel sorry for him. All right, we're good. Yep. All right, moving on. The Heisman Trophy ceremony is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. The finalists have finally been announced. Uh, the honorees this year: are Louisville quarterback and former Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. Stanford running back Bryce Love, and the greatest thing that ever happened to college football since Tim Tebow. Right. Uh, Oklahoma's quarterback Baker Mayfield.
1: Are we putting um Are we putting Johnny Football in there? Are we allowed to do that? Um. Or
0: was he? Ba- I'm, uh, Baker. Baker's more important that. to me than than than, than Menzel? yeah,
1: yeah, he is for me yeah. also. But I think we can, I think we can throw him in there.
0: Okay, whatever. Okay. He, he's in there.
1: Ashley um, hates Baker. Every time we talk about, it, I can like feel the heat of our. I know. I just Ashley. can't wait like, for her she, hot, take, yeah, she she, hot take. she takes hot take tweets she, she right, she right after. You. Yeah, she's like, ah, Baker. Oh. All right. Um. Okay. So that was
0: uh, a question. Uh, yeah, people are saying Baker doesn't deserve the Heisman because of his antics. People are stupid still. Correct. Uh, Joy, are you in or out on Baker getting snubbed this sat- Saturday?
1: Uh, they should cancel college football if Baker doesn't win the Heisman. I'm just going to say,
0: <laughs> it's canceled. Cancel college football if Baker doesn't cancel. win the Heisman.
1: Like, Joanne the Scammer, It's canceled. <laughs> It's canceled. What do you mean? First of all, controversy off the field uh, yeah. has nothing to do with winning, winning or not winning the Heisman. We already know that. There's well, evidence of that.
0: Right, but so, his antics on the field, like there, there's a video that he just he intentionally threw a football at a TCU player oh coming my out for warmups. That he was. He had
1: a helmet on. It was. It's so you're so. Can everyone please stop with this? Listen, it's so oh, dramatic. Listen, I'm on. He I hit think me it's, in the head with a football. Listen,
0: my argument he, is you're
1: wearing a helmet. <laughs> (laughs)
0: Oh my goodness!
1: You're wearing a helmet. Yes, I understand.
0: If Joy, I'm trying to say to you, I am on his side because this is the last time you can actually play football and kind of have fun and like kind of be like all out there. Not everyone's going to go to the league and be Gronk. He's out there just messing around, and I love it. I mean, I, I even defended him with the. With the grab of
1: the Middle Region area. Yes. uh, You know what? I was fine with that also, actually.
0: He deserves the Heisman. Um, He is passionate about the game. He loves it. Shouts out to him on the sideline antics. He's just trying to be like Tom Brady, chasing the goat.
1: Oh, well, that's a very good transition. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, (laughs) No, uh, he's going to win the Heisman. I'm in on it. I'm in on Baker. I don't think he's going to do very well at the NFL level. But um, he's fun for college football. And uh, look, the kid who got hit in the head, uh, it's an honor. Just, you know. (laughs) You're the guy that got hit in the head with a football by Baker Mayfield. Who was it? Look at Ashley. She's so mad. Who was it? Who got hit? Nico Small. Nico Small. Shout out Nico Small.
0: Nico Small. What if you have a small head, too? That's how good Baker is. His efficiency
1: just woo, ting. Thread that needle. Mm. I can't wait to watch sorry, Baker. Just, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Nico. It's, it's kind of mean. Mm. But it's true. It's kind of an honor. He's just Let running and get hit, hit by a quarterback. Right. Like, that happens in football practice all the time. Right. Are you wearing a helmet? He's anyway. saying
0: hi. That's just him saying hi.
1: That's how he shakes hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how Baker Mayfield shakes hands. <laughs> Throwing football oh, people's I heads. I love it. I want I she to shake Baker. my hand.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to he wins the Heisman. All right. Time for the Petty Report. And I want back down. Mm-hmm. This week, everyone is beefing over Tom Brady and his sideline annex getting mad at Josh Daniels, Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. and. Uh, now Odell has been dragged into it. So we've discussed it several times on uh, Undisputed because there seems to be a little bit of a double standard. That's the, that's the synchronized Twitter opinion right. that Tom Brady doesn't get critiqued about his sideline flipouts the way that Odell does. and Or, you know, T.O. or anyone else that loses their mind. And then, of course, Cam Newton always gets dragged into it because are like, oh, if Cam Newton flipped out on the coach the way right. that Tom Brady did... Um, You know, we would all be saying he's like losing it and whatever. All right. So someone tweeted to Odell and (laughs) he decided to respond. Um, He said, listen, when I say this this is literally the craziest thing someone has ever tweeted or posted posted to me. I don't think it's like literal, but. I say literally all the time, and I don't mean it, so I'm not going to be too judgmental. But But I literally had the same conversation today about this exact thing you're talking about. There's rules, and then there's rules. And he goes on about saying, basically, someone was like, there's a double standard between Odell Mm -hmm. flipping out on the sideline and Tom Brady. So he says, I learned from him. This is the GOAT, so I'm following his lead. I may not know how to express it the same way, but don't get it confused how 12 feels about the game. I would have a hard time saying it's not exactly how I feel. Hashtag GOAT-chasing. I like that hashtag, though. Go Jason Go is a good hashtag. Um, Here's the bottom line. Of course, there's a double standard. It's Tom Brady. He's the greatest football player of all time. All right? So, yes. Now, there's a little bit of a a racial undertone, a.k.a. a very racial undertone, to this whole thing. Um, You know, when T.O. flips out, you know, he's out of control. He's being demonstrative. He's being disrespectful. When Tom Brady flips out, it's, you know, he's the GOAT. So, you know, you should just listen and eat whatever he has to say. Overall, this is my opinion about it. I don't care about sideline freakouts, and I've never understood this. Who cares? Unless you're Bobby Knight throwing a, a, a chair into the middle of the court. That, that all best right. One. I don't understand what the big deal is. Mm-hmm. If that's that's how in the height of competition you speak to each other, right? right. That's why everybody ain't mic'd up. We can't have this all out there. All right. We can't have it all recorded. Amen. I don't understand what the big deal is. It, it's not even it's not even on that level. If you listen to the way that me and my younger brother speak to each other, you would swear we hate each other. Oh yeah, for sure. Did we you don't s- say anything nice to each other. I'm I, like, I hey, a- what's up, Shrek? He's like, What's up, Hobbit? That's how we greet each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, you tr- I try to say one nice thing to my brother in the conversation of thirty minutes. And like that's at the end of the Right,
1: it. it's at the end of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I love you. I'll love see you later. Like, love you too. Bye. right but we do love each other but that's just how we speak to each other Mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna assume that you go on the sideline in the heat of a game and you're like oh hello Coach McDaniels um, was there anything (laughs) I did wrong on that play no and Odell freaking out on the sideline is obviously a big deal because Odell is a big character and he's a superstar and everyone's gonna watch him and it was the same thing with T.O. but this whole idea that it's like disrespectful to respond in a loud manner to your coach when you're upset like what Tom Brady did is not disrespectful to me no no, what, o- d- what Odell was doing wasn't disrespectful to me. It's, it's in the heat of passion of the game. Why, I don't understand it. why everybody gets like Everyone sees it they're like, oh my God, he's freaking out on his sideline. I think, uh... We have to break it down psychologically for the next three weeks. <laughs> Who cares? Of course they're going to do that. I want them to do that. I want you to care. I don't want you to care to the point where you get distracted and then yeah. you can no longer do your job. Mm-hmm. But if you can be emotional and then reel it back. And get focused. I'm fine with that. That just means that you care. To me, I just think I don't. I've never understood what the big deal about it is. Well,
0: I think the the term diva that gets thrown in around to wide receivers. Antonio Brown did the thing with the yeah, empty with the empty Gatorade. Empty Gatorade it had to be empty. That's the only way he could move it that fast. Um, Strongest and then, man on earth. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously gets called a diva. Like Odell Beckham Jr hasn't won a playoff game and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to discount him I'm saying the goat chasing thing I don't believe I think it's easy to say that compare how much you care about the game to Tom Brady because of how how successful Tom Brady has been and that he is the actual goat but there's no way in the world actually no for a fact Odell Beckham Jr is not sacrificing the way Tom Brady sacrifices to be as great as he is
1: No but and look, that's what I'm saying. Like Tom Brady's going to be critiqued on a different level than Odell because he has achieved so much. That's life like life is not fair. If you still are operating under the oh, impression yeah, that course. life is fair, I've got some very harsh news for you. Santa Claus isn't real, and life is not fair. So get over it like i'm I'm sorry i'm I'm, I'm with you. Life I, is not fair like yeah, I'm with you're you. not it, it's just what it is, okay. so so be stronger than that. I'm not saying. And I'm not talking on, like, a bigger level of like, fighting for equality or something. So just dismiss me with that. I'm not right, even talking right, right. about that. Okay, just please. I don't mind. It's not, not what I'm talking about right now. Okay? Yeah. Like, in general, that's just not how it works, right? Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady has five Super Bowls. and He's going to win another one. And he's the greatest football player of all time. He's going to yeah. be talked about and critiqued differently than Odell. But overall, can we just stop with the with the freaking out about the sideline uh, emotional outburst? I don't care.
0: I'm mad at Odell for... He... he he didn't get dragged into it. He he inserted himself. People were tweeting at him. Well,
1: he got dragged into it because it, it was a it was a big point of conversation last year. His emotional outbursts. This would have been and, deaded
0: if he didn't say anything though. Mm, he mm, he tweeted. Mm. He said it exactly the same way. Like he he's throwing fuel on the fire from his couch during rehab. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> but like I just and I and I really hope that he's turn over a new leaf. And but then I saw. Drake bedside with him and I was like okay yeah. well, this is he all. Some, a, he's got
1: like the Louis on his walking boot too. he got the su- Supreme Louis Vuitton walking boot. That's, and he's that's fresh though. Putting up these
0: I, It's fresh though. I really want him to be great. I, I really want, I, to I want Odell
1: to be great too. I'm a, I'm a big Odell fan but I, overall like Queen Petty says stop flipping out about the sideline my emotional outburst It's not a big deal. Hey, man. Get That's behind that. what happens. If you listen to this podcast, then you probably know I'm part of FS1's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon every weekday morning at 9.30 Eastern. And I also host the Daily Undisputed podcast that gives you the five best segments of the day. Cut down to a short, smart show with the best of me, Skip and Shannon. So go subscribe to the Undisputed Daily Podcast on all major platforms. Do it. All right, Loser Power Rankings. Loser
0: Power, power Rankings. Rank, loser, loser Power Rankings. Rank. These are the losers The <laughs> losers of the week. My Canes,
1: my Canes, my did not did not do well in the mm. ACC championship game. Did
0: they? I don't know if they tried to do well.
1: They lost really badly. It was thirty-eight to three. He didn't. <laughs> if you, really if if you missed it. Um, and then that's come, ugly football. It was that is ugly football. Yes, correct, correct, <laughs> correct. That Monday. was ugly football. Um, so they're going to play Wisconsin in the Orange Bowl, which is a, a home game for them, which is exciting.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, they're going to play. Uh-huh. So they're going, to, so they get to play the team that was playing well that night.
1: Wisconsin, yes. Yeah. Um, they did. They did really bad. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'm excited for them uh, because Mark Rick won coach of the year, which is well deserved. Yes. And clap for Mark Rick. uh yeah. And they'll be back. They'll they'll do well next year. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm feeling. You say that about, about the Giants? It. How dare you? I'm just saying. How dare you?
0: I just love that uh, the Clemson trolled. The Miami Hurricanes by wearing their gold chains in post game interviews. Correct. They claim they've been icy during all their interviews. False. False. And then obviously cutting the turnover chain. Turnover yeah, chain. Yeah, and
1: to be clear, like I don't have any problem with that. It's fine. If that, yeah. that if you're going to be uh, out there mm-hmm. and over the top and in your face when you're winning, you got to be able to eat it when you lose. Especially right. if you lose in that fashion. Now, if mm-hmm. it was like a close game and whatever, I might have had more problem with it. But you lost, you lost bad. So you got to be able to, if you're gonna dish it, got to be able to take it. So I'm cool with that. Clemson earned it, Um, and we'll see what they do in the college football playoffs. Moving along, Kendall Jenner. I mean, did you see this?
0: I did. I researched it. All right,
1: I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this, but Kendall Jenner did a video um, impersonating Rocky.
0: Now, do you know the The Rocky the
1: Rocky workout montage?
0: This was a. an uh, advent calendar video series on YouTube for Love Magazine, which I did not know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I got put on, too, because Ashley Graham was, like, day two. Love Ashley Graham. She's amazing. She's doing a sled pool. Kendall came out of pocket with this Rocky stuff for day three.
1: Okay. So we give the Kardashians a lot, all right? mm-hmm. We give them a lot.
0: They give us a lot.
1: They do. They sure do. <laughs> okay? They sure do. But. There are things that the Kardashians are not allowed to touch. Okay, like Michael Jordan. Mm. Okay, you can't have him. All right, and you can also not have Rocky. All right, we even gave the Kardashians Selena. Okay, okay, yeah. and Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Cher. Kim went as all three of those this year. They took. They took Kanye. They took Kanye. Yeah. You cannot have Rocky. All right, I forbid it. It is not allowed. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> I never want to see this again. It's a disaster. And by the way, those are not raw eggs. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. That's watered down orange juice. You did not drink any raw eggs. I do Super not believe bright. it. And the curse is real because Blake Griffin is injured.
0: Oh, yeah. Kendall messing with Blake. Mm-hmm. Blake messing with Kendall or Kendall messing with Blake? <laughs>
1: I think Blake is messing with Kendall.
0: Mm, messing is that, with his career.
1: Which way, is, which way is the dominant one? I can't think. Let me see. Ken, Kendall's messing with Blake.
0: Blake choosing Kendall. No,
1: no, no. It's Kendall's. Ch- you can't, listen, the Kardashians choose you, first of yeah, all. Okay, Kendall always be, choosing. Be clear about Kendall, this. stay choosing. Kendall, yeah. She's the highest paid model in the world. Is that right? I think that's correct, right? Pretty sure that's correct. Is that a, is that a Sounds like Data? Sounds like a gut data facts. I did just eat. <laughs> she's but, the highest. Uh-uh. Yeah, I think she passed Giselle. Yeah, so they choose you, but you are not allowed to have Rocky. Moving along, <laughs> so um, the Vikings won again. They are ten and two. Case Keenum yes is uh, crushing it, and yes. he is number two in QBR behind Deshaun Watson. Mm. Miss you, Deshaun. Could you say that again? Deshaun That's that Watson. He is number two in QBR behind Deshaun Watson. Mm. Shots and the, the standings in the division as of right now are the Vikings ten and two, Lions six and six. I mean, who, who the Lions, the Packers are six and six, as we discussed earlier, because it's R.I.P. for them. And mm-hmm. then uh, the Bears. Mitchell's kind of making me a liar right now, but it's oh, okay. Oh,
0: Mitchell, how dare him! I'm blaming John Fox. This might be a, this yeah. might be a Jared Goff, uh, Jeff Fisher situation. I'm I, really hoping for I, that.
1: You know what? I agree. I yeah. agree with that. Um, but overall, I just want to remind the Vikings uh, fans while wow, they're very excited um, that uh, it, you're like, wow, the Vikings! How could they be on the loser power rankings this th- this week? It's it, it, this is this is fool's gold. Stop. This is fool's gold. No, it's not. No, you know what? Everyone keeps keeps like sneak trying to sneak the Vikings in for like the contenders. It's, it's not, no
0: sneaking. No. They're real joy, mm-hmm. led by my boy Kyle Rudolph. I'm going I'm he's a future Hall of Famer in the NFL I'm going out there on a limb my boy from Cincinnati mm-hmm. Elder High School Kyle Rudolph two beautiful twins just born Shouts out to Jordan his wife okay they're going to the Super Bowl they're staying home for the Super Bowl Joy
1: Super Bowl's in Minnesota this year if you don't know what Brandon's talking about um, no I'm sorry I, I'm just not I'm not I, I've spoken it and so it is like they're not they're not going to the Super Bowl <laughs> This is fun. I'm happy for Vikings fans, but I'm I'm putting you on the loser power rankings this this week because I I'm I'm forewarning you of the pain that is that is swiftly coming your direction. It's not gonna happen.
0: No, they're, they're not going
1: to the Super Bowl. I'm the sorry.
0: Vikings are back.
1: I, they sure yeah 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 they're back they're back they can't I can't argue with that they're back they're playing great Case Keenum who knew but absolutely not they're not going to the Super Bowl.
0: Okay.
1: Sorry, you can stand by that though. You have a, a couple picks that you're standing by. That I'm gonna remind you of at the end of the year? Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's good data fact time, I think.
1: Okay, yeah, it's time for your good data fact. <laughs> what do you got this week? <laughs> good data facts!
0: Ooh, we got a little drop for that? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's we'll going on? Work on that. Um, okay, so obviously, everybody's in college football, playoffs season, mm-hmm. national championship talk. Correct. I have said for a long time that it is college football players who win the national championship game. Right, Correct. so
1: I, I think that's a, that is actually that is a fact. That is not even that is a good a thing. What I mean, college football players win the college football championship game. Mean, Correct.
0: What I mean by that is, okay. Colin Cowherd said something that triggered me about the Ohio State Wisconsin game. Triggered, like upset you, or triggered? Triggered like, upset me. Oh, triggered okay. upset me. It's so your trigger? He said, actually, I wore this hoodie to a party at. Colin it's not Cowherd's. a
1: hoodie. There's no hood on it. It's a sweatshirt.
0: That's what. It's got to have a hood to be called. Correct, it can't just yeah. be cotton. No. Okay. Anyways, um, so he said that Ohio State has 24, 25 future NFL players. Wisconsin has four. He's going with Ohio State. So everyone talks about And Alabama always is putting players in the NFL. It's the NFL factory. I say the players that – are working really hard, and their best moments will be in college football, on the college football field, those are the people that win national championships. So I want to say...
1: So what's the gut data fact?
0: Gut data fact. In the past 10 years, uh-huh. the national champion runner-up has more NFL draft picks than the winner.
1: Okay, so this was very difficult to research. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, but mm. eight of the last 10 years, the runner-ups have had more... Draft picks than the winner of the national Say it game. one more again, Joy. So it's it's not all of the, all of them, but not all a of majority, them. Majority. So you were mostly right.
0: College football. Shouts out to the college football players that never make it to the NFL. Yeah. Yes.
1: Shout out to them. So shout out to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to
0: all the Brandon Newmans out there. Are one you day like, you two can sit across from Joy Taylor. Are you
1: like an RV DJ now? um all right so that was a lot uh thanks to earl watson for joining us and um thank you for joining us make Mm -hmm. sure you subscribe and download and share with your friends and uh we'll catch you next week on the maybe i'm crazy podcast bye
2: maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm crazy Maybe i'm not maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm not maybe i'm not maybe i'm wavy maybe i'm wavy maybe i'm not maybe i'm not